Welcome to Laws of Legacy. I'm your host, Delana Barbie, the around the way lawyer. I help everyday entrepreneurs like you protect, build, and secure their assets and leave a lasting legacy. Each week, I'll bring you information on the legal, financial, business, and other topics to take you from hustler to boss. If you're down for the ride, buckle up and listen in. Before we jump into this episode, remember, even though I'm a lawyer and legal topics may be discussed, this is not legal advice and I'm not your lawyer. This is general educational information to get you thinking. Speak to a lawyer if you have any questions about your specific situation. And with that, let's get going. I need a will. That's how many people start their request for an estate plan. And that's understandable. When you see talk of estate plans in pop culture, media, etc., often you hear about wills. But a will may not meet your goals in the way that you think. And so today I want to dig deeper into that. But before I get into that discussion, I do want to talk about the value of a will. So first, Wills will allow you to name a personal representative or personal representatives of your estate for when you pass away. Your personal representative is the individual who will manage your affairs once you pass. Otherwise, if you don't have that named, the court will determine who that personal representative should be. And of course, it may not be the person who you would have wanted. The court is taking into consideration things like if they're a family member. You may not even want a family member to be your personal representative. And so your will does allow you to take control of that. You can also, through your will, name a guardian for your children if you were to pass away so that, again, it's not left up to the court process to determine, based upon what they may think, who would be the appropriate individual to take on your children. Of course, the court will see the will and they're going to consider that as a factor, but it may not be the determining factor yet and still. That is going to weigh a lot more than you not having anything in place at all through the court process. Third, wills are important because it helps you to decide who you want to get your property when you pass away and how much you want to give if there's multiple people that you want to receive your property. And when I speak of property, I mean property in many senses. It could be your home. It could be your money. So your will will allow you to make that decision. Otherwise, if you pass away without a will, it's called being intestate. If you pass away without a will and you own property in your name, your state laws are going to govern how your property that you own will be transferred. And again, it may not be in the way that you would have wanted. So having that will will help to ensure that things get to who you want them to get to and in the proportion you want them to get. And so a will definitely has value, but it's not the end all be all. And so I want to talk about five ways that a will may not meet your goals. And so I'm going to first start with the fact that a will does not help you avoid the court process. And I think that that is a common misconception. Certainly having a will that outlines your desires can help prevent some conflict in your family or amongst your loved ones, but it's not going to help you to avoid or your estate to avoid the court process. So the court process is called probate. That is the process to disperse your property. 
And in some states, it may even be required that probate stays open for a certain period of time, such as a year. And that is generally to allow creditors that may have a claim against you to know about it, to seek recovery for that. And it may need to be open for a period of time. So it's definitely not necessarily going to be a quick process for you. And probate court fees are going to be owed and they may be unpredictable. And when I speak about probate court fees, I'm not just talking about the fee that the court itself owes, but the fee for your lawyer and other fees that may arise throughout the process, depending on what the process looks like for your estate. And so it's important to know that your family, whoever is your personal representative, that they're not going to avoid the probate court process by you putting in place a will. And so that's one thing you want to think about in your estate planning and whether and how much you are okay with that being a fact. The second thing about your will is that your will is going to be a public document because your will does have to go on file with the court. And so if you are dispersing your property through the will, someone else can see what someone who you've given things to has inherited through your will. And for many reasons, that may not be something you want. You may not want it to be public record of who you gave things to and how much they received from you. And so that's another thing to consider when deciding whether a will is going to be the foundation of your estate plan. The third point is that a will does not plan for your illness. So a will is in effect when you pass away. It doesn't appoint anyone to be your agent to manage your finances or your health care if you are unable to manage your affairs yourself. It also does not name a guardian for your children if you are unable to take care of your children during your illness. So when you're thinking about your estate planning and considering, well, all I need is a will, take into account the fact that it does not manage what occurs if you were to become ill. The fourth thing that I want to talk about with respect to your will is that typically property is given outright to your beneficiaries. So when your personal representative is doing their job and helping to get property out to the beneficiaries, the beneficiaries being the people who you name to receive something in your will, your goal may be, hey, I'm trying to create this generational wealth and that's why I'm putting into place this estate plan, right? But if your beneficiaries have creditors, what they're receiving now through your estate plan is potentially available to the creditors. And they may not even have any creditors right now, but consider that they might have healthcare needs or whatever may happen that then they get creditors in the future. And now they've received these assets, this property from you directly outright, and it's subject to those creditors receiving it. Or if your beneficiaries don't have proper estate planning themselves, yeah, while you may have given them some property, if they haven't planned on their end and there's no way for you to control that, then yikes, if they haven't done anything, it could go who knows where when something happens to them. So that's also something to consider. Further, you have no control over what happens to that property. So think about your 18, 19, or even 20, 21 year old getting your property outright or your family member who can barely manage money, what do you think may happen to what you've given them? It may not be what you hoped for when you thought that, hey, I'm putting together this estate plan to create generational wealth. Well, if they don't know how to manage these assets properly and they're getting these outright, 
then it may be gone, to be quite honest. Further, if you're leaving property to a minor, there are additional steps that need to be taken to have someone appointed to handle the property given to the child, which likely require additional fees. And if there's property left over for the kid once they become an adult, you guessed it, the child gets that outright at that young age. So 18-year-old getting whatever is left over in the property, which depending on your assets and what you have could be a large sum. It goes right back to the issue that I talked about previously with, okay, are you comfortable with your 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old getting this property outright and not knowing what they may do with it because they may not be prepared to manage those assets. I want to pause here to just mention that you can require your personal representative to create a testamentary trust within your will, and that's a trust created upon your death to hold property for another person's benefit, such as your children. And I'll talk about that in more detail in an upcoming episode. But for the purpose of our discussion today, we're not getting into that, and we're going to talk more about the more common will structure. But, you know, a testamentary trust is an option for being built into a will. But when we get into the conversation of trust, we will talk about that in more context. Lastly, when it comes down to just being focused on the will and only having the will, well, there is limited ability to do tax planning and planning for benefits. So just speaking on the tax side of things, estate taxes are taxes that may be owed at death, depending on the size of your estate. And so the current federal limit is at such a rate that it will not affect many people, but it may be decreased. It's not set in stone that the rate where it is now is going to be a forever thing. So just know that it could be lowered. Your state, however, may impose estate taxes as well. And it's likely that it's less than the federal limit. So a will alone is generally not going to be your effective tool to do tax planning. and. If that's the case, that means that your estate that you've left, your property that you've left, can now be subject to certain taxes that need to be taken out, that your family needs to consider that had you done a little bit more, could have been planned for during your estate planning process. So I just wanted to quickly highlight those things. Again, the five points that I addressed about how a will may not meet your goals is that it doesn't help to avoid the court process. The will is a public document, so if you care about privacy, it perhaps is not the best way for you to go. It doesn't plan for illness and you not being able to manage your affairs or your children during illness. Typically, the property is given outright to your beneficiaries, so you have a lack of control over what happens once your beneficiaries get the property. And lastly, there's a limited ability to do tax planning and planning for benefits. So as you heard, although a will can be a valuable tool and is certainly better than nothing and is a start, a will alone is not complete estate planning. Speaking with an attorney like myself who does estate planning is one way to start. We can discuss your goals with you and help you to customize a plan that meets your objectives for yourself, for your loved ones, and for your property. Estate planning is more than just a set of documents. It's the strategy. It's the consideration of taxes. It's the consideration of assets that may go to your beneficiaries unprotected and perhaps be lost. It's the consideration of caring for you if you are so ill that you cannot handle your own affairs. It's many different things. In our upcoming episode, we will talk about more tools to create a solid estate plan 
including trust. We touched on testamentary trust briefly in this episode, but we'll get into that and much more soon. So please, if you have not already and you're listening to this podcast on an app, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on the app that you're listening to it on so that you do not miss a thing. And I created this episode to help you realize that estate planning is not a one-size-fits-all and it's not about one document. It truly is strategic planning on how you would like to preserve and leave your legacy. If you'd like to work with my firm, which powers this podcast, you can visit barbielawonline.com, barbie, B-A-R-B-E-E, lawonline.com to get in contact. Otherwise, please stay subscribed as mentioned because we have some more episodes on this juicy topic. And of course, feel free to provide feedback if you have any thoughts on what you would like to see coming next using the hashtag LawsLegacy. I mean, we will follow that. Take care. Until next time. Thanks for listening in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss a thing. And I'd love it if you take a moment to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening to podcasts, because that'll help others to find the podcast. Lastly, if you missed anything at all, if you're looking for a link to something or someone I've mentioned, or just for more, visit our show notes page. The link is in the podcast episode description. Talk to you next time.